What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Bird, the podcast and coach here. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to reconnect with yourself by going out into nature more often. Reconnecting with yourself, it's vital for not just growing your business, but living a better life. So that's going to be the focus of this episode. We are joined by a guest who is a podcaster and author of 10 full-length books, five short reads, and three workbooks. So she has written quite a bunch of books. And she does write these nonfiction books about her adventures to inspire people to get in the outdoors and reconnect with nature as a way to reconnect with themselves. So our guest who joins us is none other than Holly Wharton. Holly, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Holly, it is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success and reconnection. It is something we always have to think about because there's so much go, there's so much motion, and we don't think to ask ourselves some of those deep questions or just touch base with how are we feeling about the current path that we are on? So mm. there are certainly a few different ways to reconnect, but why nature? Like why the focus on the outdoors? So I think that we're all very wired in these days. We're all very technological. We're all, you know, focused on social media. We're all in front of our computers all day. I know I am. Um, and I really think that connecting with nature allows us to slow down, to slow our rhythms, and to get in touch with ourselves because we have fewer distractions. I mean, obviously, you can go out into nature and be on your phone the whole time, but, mm -hmm. but that's not what I'm talking about doing here. I'm talking about getting out into nature, going for a walk, sitting with a tree, um, or just being outdoors. I mean, I just got back from a, a five-day advanced bushcraft course where I was in the woods for five days, camping, learning about bushcraft, survival stuff. And it was just, it was very busy, but yet I wasn't on my phone mm -hmm. at all the entire time, mostly because there was no signal. <laughs> but, uh, but it completely slowed down my rhythms and my cycles and I was getting up in the morning with the birds and I was going to bed at sundown and and wow. it was it just it was just a whole change of life and I think when we change our rhythms and and change our life in that way even if it's for a day or a couple of days it gives us a chance to reflect on who we are where we are and where we're going in life and if we are on the path that we want to be on. And it is good to occasionally distance yourself from tech. And it, this is, we have different names for it. One of the names I've heard is digital detox, where you yeah. just stay away from all of your computers, your phones, your tablets. And it may seem really hard to do, but it is a very good feeling to just be free of it for a day, even though the amount of potential opportunities, options, technology providers is great. It is good to free ourselves from the hustle and bustle of the digital world from time mm. to time. One of the challenges some people may have with this is one of the things we've talked about on the show and I've been a big advocate for is habits. Yeah. And habits, they make or they break us. And if you take a pause from some of those habits, it could be hard to reclaim those habits. Mm. So I'm wondering with this idea of the digital detox, the going out in nature, in your case, the 
five-day extravaganza, <laughs> how do we, like, the reconnect with nature, we should be doing it more often, but then how do we go back into work and retain the habits and the work ethic that we had before we left? That is an excellent question. And I think that taking this break and this digital detox gives us a chance to evaluate which of our habits are serving us and which of our habits are not serving us. Um, and, and it gives us a chance to mix things up and, and let go of the things that aren't serving us. So I was just on my digital detox of five days. I came back, I was just raring to go. I caught up with my inbox in record time. I wrote two and a half blog posts today. Um, I've been so productive just because I was away from my computer for so long. Um, so for me, it was very easy for me to reclaim the habits that are serving me in terms of getting work done and, and writing and being productive and being creative. Um, and, you know, perhaps it's given me an opportunity to let go of some of my habits that weren't serving me. So right before we went into lockdown here in the UK in March, I did a similar kind of thing. I was away for two weeks, um, just camping, hiking. And that was before we went into summertime. So it was getting light really early. And I'd had this habit before I went away of going to bed really late. And I knew that habit wasn't serving me, but I really liked to go to bed late and I was getting up late and it just, it wasn't good, but I didn't know how to break it. Well, going camping for two weeks in a row, um, going to bed at sundown, which was about 7 p.m. and getting up at 5 p.m. or 5 a.m. when the, the sun was light, helped me to create a new habit when I got home, which was going to bed earlier and getting up earlier. Now I'm not going to bed at 7 p.m. and getting up at 5, but I am going to bed a lot earlier than usual. And that's a habit that I wanted to cultivate, but really struggled to do so. So I think getting out into nature and being in connection with those cycles and rhythms that were going on at that time um, helped me to create new habits that, that I needed and wanted. And I love how you mentioned that going out for two weeks it helped you to develop some new habits because all the different routines, cues, those are not there when you go on some, you mm -hmm. go away for two weeks or you go outside for a few days. And mm -hmm. when those things aren't there, it is easier for you to really self-assess and say, okay, I want to have new cues. I want to have new routines. I want to have new habits. And that can put you in a position, as Holly mentioned in her case, to instead of staying up late now you've got two weeks of going to bed 7 p.m you're already doing it for two weeks what's seven more days and then at that point it's pretty much a dialed in habit now with the it's not like everyone's going to go out two weeks camping i totally get that but <laughs> when we are reconnecting with nature the challenges you you want to walk out you want to you don't want to be on your phone at all like during that whole experience when you want to do this deep reconnection but at the same time there is a mix of do i go in with a game plan for how do i reconnect with myself like you mentioned evaluating habits like did you plan to do that did that just come off on the fly like how do we actually go out and meaningfully reconnect with ourselves instead of going inside and just nothing really happens out of it. Mm. Yeah, so I did not go on that trip with the intention of changing my habits. I uh, went on that trip because I'd been planning to walk the Camino in Spain, the, the Portuguese Camino, which is about two week walk. Um, 
Spain and Portugal went into lockdown. I couldn't do that trip and I, I was stuck. I didn't know what to do. And I just put on my camping gear in the car and went. So there was no, there was no planning in terms of the inner journey that I wanted to go on. It was just, I wanted to go on this trip. I couldn't, so I'm going to do what I can instead. Obviously, I think if you can go out into nature or go on adventure like that with a specific intention, such as I want to change this habit or I want to change this in my life, the more mindful you are about that, I think the more you're going to get out of it. Um, in my case, I was just lucky and I came away with, with a good habit change that I'd been wanting to do for, for a long time. But I think, I think if you have these experiences with a specific intention, you're more likely to get something meaningful out of it. And I love just having an intention mm. because you're out there to enjoy yourself. You're not out there to let me do this like whole uh, soul, like deep dive into my life and come up with something that transforms me. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a re- it's just going out into nature, getting in your run or getting in your bike or uh, just camping or groceries, whatever your purpose is. But if you just have one objective like let me ponder this thought when i'm out there it definitely does give you the potential to expand like how holly mentioned she didn't go on that two-week experience she didn't really have the goal of evaluating her habits and making changes but when you do have a clear intent it does open the door for creativity to come in and that's how you could really get some monumental change Absolutely. And I think, as you've said, just the fact of getting away and getting in a different environment with that intention can, can make huge changes in your life. And, and it doesn't have to be, as you said, a two-week adventure or a five-day adventure. You could just go out into the woods for a day or go into a park or just go somewhere in nature for an afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that will give you the time and the space to ponder these things and to, you know, think about your life and think about where you're going and think about the changes you want to make. Yeah. And I agree. I know we've been talking about the point you don't have to spend five days, but you should make it a point to be out there for a few hours. Like you don't have to do this every single, I don't know how someone does it every single day unless (laughs) I don't know, but every single week, like you could fit in the day, make like walking or hiking some type of routine that does get you out there more often. Now, it's reconnecting. It's a great way to better life, better business. I'm wondering, based on all of your travels, all of your camping, during this reconnection phase, what were some of the deeper lessons you got out from those experiences unintentionally or intentionally that did end up helping you with your life and your business? So I think it's always been about a journey of self-knowledge. So the the better that I know myself, the better decisions I can make in my life. And I think that every time that I've gone out on these adventures, big or small, I've gotten to know myself a little bit better because I do all this stuff on my own. Like every time I go, most of the time when I go camping, I go on my own, I go hiking on my own. And when you're alone out in nature, you're stuck with yourself. I mean, stuff comes up, stuff pops into your head, and there's nothing to distract you, really. I mean, yes, you can look at the trees, you can listen to the birds, but you're alone with your thoughts. And so stuff comes up that maybe you've been suppressing or you haven't wanted to look at. And I think 
I've had, I've allowed myself those opportunities to really look at this stuff and really get to know myself and get to know what it is that I want in life and what decisions I want to make. So with my business, for example, um, for many years, I was kind of doing multiple things. I was like running this business where I was helping authors publish their books and I was also writing books, but I was also coaching. I used to be a business mindset coach and I was trying to do all these things at once and it, it was really overwhelming for me. And, but for some reason I kept doing it. <laughs> and at some point, as a result of getting out in nature and ha giving myself the time and space to reflect on this stuff, I realized I loved the coaching. I loved helping people in that way. But what I really wanted to do was write. And if I dropped the coaching, I would have more time to write. Um, and so a couple of years ago, I made that decision. I made that big business change. And I have not looked back since. It was exactly the path I needed to go on. But I was so stuck in the rut of doing these things and doing all of these things at once and doing all these projects. And I didn't stop and realize that, that I needed to let go of something. Mm. And there's a lot of different transformations you can go through. Holly mentioned a transformation where she wanted more time to do things she wanted to do. There are so many people who, they feel like they have to do A, B, and C to get to their final destination. But in reality, there's a shortcut you could very easily take. So for people who remember, there's the story. I'll make it really quick. But pretty much two MBAs approach a Mexican fisherman. And they say, well, you're a good fisherman. Why don't you start a business? You get investors. You turn to a million dollars. And at the very end of that, you could retire, you could fish, you could hang out with your family. So it's like you're doing all these extra steps to end up in your same destination where you currently are, or there's a quicker path. So I bring up that story, just obviously a very shortened version of it for people who know it, because you want to be clear about what you want in life and then get there as quickly as possible. So I definitely do want to bring that up. I do feel like during these, any type of reconnecting or reevaluation phase, and especially when Holly mentioned you are stuck with yourself during these uh, travels, during these walks, it's tempting to push thoughts back into your mind. It's tempting to, if you feel like there's a really important transformation you have to make to have a better life, but you feel like it's scary to make that transformation, it is easy to push that in the back of your head. Look at a tree or look at a pond instead of thinking with that core topic. So how can we challenge ourselves to look at these different thoughts and really dig in on them instead of saying, oh, that's too scary. Let me just think of something else instead. Yeah, I think change is scary for a lot of people because change represents the unknown. And whenever we allow ourselves or force ourselves to look at these things that we've been sweeping under the rug, it, it, it's scary because it means that if we look at those things, we might make changes. And again, changes are scary. So I think, I think it's just a matter of having the mindset that 
you're willing to do what it takes to have the life that you want. And that includes looking at the difficult and painful stuff that might be going on in your head or in your life. And that might include making big life changes um, and, and being, being willing to do that. And I know that can be really, really scary sometimes. Uh, I've made multiple major life changes in my life. I have lived in several different countries and every time you move to a new country, that's like big and scary. Um, but it, it's been an important part of my growth and my personal development. So, so I think it's just being willing to do the work and part of that work is looking at your stuff. Yep. Gabby willing to do it, Breakthrough Success listeners. Do what it takes to have the life that you want to have. Holly, this has been really awesome stuff for people who want to learn more about the great work you're doing and follow you on your journey. Where do we go to follow you? Um, I'm at hollywharton.com and that's Holly with the plant, W-O-R-T-O-N. And uh, that's pretty much my name on all of social media. So I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. We will have those links down in the show notes. Make sure you guys check out Holly if you enjoyed this episode. Holly, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you for having me.